We expect a lot from our homes. They're more than a place to hang your hat. They're where you try your hand at gardening and new recipes. Rest and recharge. Work and play. And that's why at HomeAdvisor, we're committed to keeping your home up and running. Whether you need to repair an overloaded appliance or you're looking to create a backyard retreat worthy of a summer staycation, use the HomeAdvisor app day or night and we'll find a local pro to get the job done right. Whatever you need, we'll do everything to fix your everything. Download the HomeAdvisor app today to get started. Can't sleep, gotta build. There's a ground that needs to be drilled. And all I wanna do is dig. Welcome to a podcast about all things Minecraft. Enjoy your stay in The Shaft. The Shaft, episode 228, recorded on June 2nd, 2020. I'm Wes Will... Oh, whoa, whoa, what's that other music? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that your name? My name is Wes, what's that other music? What's yours? I'm, I'm Eric Bullock. Copeland, what's that sound? I'm Eric Fullerton. I don't hear anything. <laughs> and who's the special guest sitting there in the fourth block in the sand corner? Howdy, y'all. Joe Hill's here, recording as I always do from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, I missed that. Joe Hills is back <laughs> again. Uh, he was on episode 44 uh, about mm-hmm. nine years ago. Uh, Eight years ago. Nine years ago? It was nine years ago. That was 44 and then nine. Yes. 44 years ago on episode nine. Got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely confused now. I mean, I know I'm old. <laughs> that would make me extremely old, like Wes old. Ooh. No, it wouldn't make you that old. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You're doing fine. <laughs> so how has it been, Joe Hills? Well, uh, in the last nine years, uh, my YouTube channel's done pretty well. Um, I'm planning to basically uh, draw down my hours significantly at my day job uh, starting July 1st. So if people are like, man, making it on YouTube seems difficult. You probably have to work really hard for a long time. Sometimes you do, but it might (laughs) still out. Like, you know, Um, so maybe keep at it. I don't know. yeah, so I'm you've doing got pretty some good. Exciting things that are happening right now. That uh, been watching the stream, and and so uh, like you're going to be doing everything more full time, or how, yeah, what's so, that going? Well, one of the reasons that I was looking at drawing down my hours at my day job was uh, I'm a single parent, and I needed time to take care of my kids. So some of that 40 hours a week I'm not going to be spending at the at the day job is going to go straight to her, but some of it is going to be spent on planning and actually like thinking through things before I do them because for the last few years on YouTube I've just been improvising and I have a lot of fun doing it but I also in the back of my head whenever I'm editing the episodes I'm just like why didn't I think about this before I did this this could have been like better and so I'm going to take some of the remaining time and dedicate it to actually planning and thinking things through in advance and then I'm going to take some of the other time and spend uh that on doing more collaborations and just putting more hours into making the episodes good, like executing the ideas that I plan. So I think that that's going to be a good way to avoid burnout, um, but also, you know, make the product immediately better. Are you worried about messing with the formula, though? 
Well, I'm, I want to be respectful of the people who helped me get this far. That's the most important thing. So, for example, a lot of the folks that donate um, via PayPal and uh, YouTube Super Chat or on Patreon, they like the time slot that I'm in now when I broadcast uh, six days a week, basically at like 8.30 at night central time until around 11. And one of the reasons that I'm able to draw down my hours at my day job is because of their support. So the last thing I want to do is immediately say, well, it was a good time to switch to midday for my live streams because that's really disrespectful to all the people who, who got me this far. Um, so I'm going to keep that schedule, but I'm going to add to it is kind mm -hmm. of my plan. Yeah. Um, so it's mm -hmm. the formula. Like I said, I've been doing these videos for nine years. I know how to do them. I just want to have more time to do them. I want to be better rested when I do them. And I want to make sure that doing them doesn't pr uh, get in the way of me uh, spending time with my daughter. And, and I, I feel like these are all accomplishable goals. So your schedule before, like for the last nine years, has been like full-time job and then get home uh, and then do daughter stuff, like cooking, cleaning, like all this stuff. And then like squeezing in videos or streaming and then mm -hmm. editing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, basically. I mean, uh, there were a few years where her mother was more available, um, but she was pursuing a PhD uh, anyway, so that kept her pretty busy. Um, so yeah, I've had to take the lead on most of the childcare stuff. And so I, for a while, uh, there were several years where what I had done was I rented a studio space downstairs from my day job. So I would actually record and stream like when I first got to work, uh, or when I first got to the office after dropping my kid off at daycare, I would set up all the stuff uh, in the studio so that at noon, I could run down the stairs, do a one-hour stream, and do some <laughs> recording, run back up the stairs at one, at five, run back downstairs, transfer the, with the footage already transferred to my laptop so I could come home and edit it after my daughter went to sleep. Wow. And um, Did the people since, at work watch you? <laughs> Did they know what uh, you were doing? <laughs> very few of them i mean actually watch any of the stuff i do but like everything i make is super niche like i don't expect yeah, yeah, most yeah. people to want to watch <laughs> what i do i know that what i'm making has value for people who like minecraft and people who like a certain set of like weird types of humor but it's not for everybody and that doesn't hurt my feelings that you know other people are like hey you're making something weird like that's not for me i'm like yes if i was making something for everybody then I would be competing with everybody who makes something for everybody. And I don't want to do that. I want to make stuff that I'm proud of in my own way, you know? And uh, so after I switched uh, employers a couple of years back, I had to move uh, to a different studio and then record at night after my daughter went to sleep. Um, or I've now got a uh, setup, now that her mother doesn't live with us, um, I've got a setup uh, in a closet in our apartment where once she goes to sleep, I can stream and record. And uh, sometimes on weekends, um, when I'm part of like big stream day events, like charity events or stuff with other people on my server, I'll sign up for the 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. slot so that I can uh, broadcast for like the folks in like uh, Indonesia and the Philippines. And because there are like fans of Minecraft all over the world. Um, and then that way, when I'm done streaming, my daughter's just waking up and I can be like, hey, we're making some bacon and we'll hang out for a little bit. I might go take a nap, but I'm going to make sure <laughs> first, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's been working out pretty well. Um, but it's been uh, a lot of weird hours. And, you know, 
I'm going to have to figure out a way to make sure that I can keep uh, making things for the people who enjoy those hours, but also expand to do more stuff during the day in addition. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I mean, that sounds fun. And, and um, for folks that uh, um, might not know Joe Hills who listen to the shaft, like he's been watching and doing stuff for us before the shaft, like back with the control point, you're like the first big sponsor of a, of an episode with, I believe it was for uh, uh, comics you were doing at the time. Yeah. Um, I, I sponsored a left for dead server through you guys um, at one point too, mm-hmm. because like, I mean, honestly, you guys put on a good show. You organized great in-person events where I got to meet so many amazing people. Some of which I still keep up with. Um, like for example, uh, you remember uh, Shannon frosty plum. Um, I've actually commissioned her to do a cross stitch of the clock from Groundhog Day that says, in this house we follow Groundhog Day rules because that's an, a recurring joke I make on my stream and I want to be able to just hold up a cross stitch that says that. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have never met her if it weren't for y'all. You know, yeah. um, There's that's all cool. sorts of great that's people awesome. that I met through your community and you guys connected me with PlayOnCon, which has been huge. I've been to like 11 of those, maybe 12 now. You know, <laughs> those, been, those have been some good times. Yeah. Good times. You have to do one in uh, Minecraft this year. Yeah, yeah, the 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 play on con from home is going to have its own challenges. I yes, I definitely I love going down to the campground every year though. So yeah, it's really sad that we can't do it in person this year. Yeah, so when I we mean, do the uh, f- uh, flip the table event, do we have to flip our own tables? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I actually we, I actually purchased some original artwork. So I know somebody who's doing a comic about um, the harrowing of hell, about Jesus, his last days, and then going into hell and beating up demons. And I bought the original artwork of the two-page spread of Jesus flipping the tables in the temple. (laughs) Once we can Ah, get frames again from shops, I'm going to frame it and put it up, you know. Nice. Nice. Very yeah, on brand. We're actually, I've actually been trying to figure out how to do some outdoor programming mm-hmm. uh, for, for our virtual play on con this year. And uh, like, um, you know, I, I hadn't really thought about table flipping much, but we thought about getting like a, like a cheap archery game that everybody could play <laughs> and compete in. And we're going to have like a, like a group uh, uh, hike wood, you know, like, like, hiking through the woods in your zoom call, you know, <laughs> so we're going to do things like that. Nice. Okay, it's been- okay. Yeah. I need to get some sort of like weird hat with like a, um, something to hold the camera or something. Yeah. Like there's gotta be some sort of weird selfie stick hat accessory out there. Oh, nice. Perfect for hiking. Yeah. Yeah. I know like GoPro has a lot of things like that that you can stick on a helmet or, Mm-hmm. Uh, strapped to your chin. Well, yeah, I really like those going. are outward facing, though, Brent. I want something that that's got me in the shot. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, you could just get one of those what endoscopic like cameras and just really make it internal. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and and those get cheaper every day. <laughs> I was just seeing one for cleaning out your ears that was thirty bucks, and you poke it in there. It's got a camera and some kind of tool to really poke through your eardrum. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say cleaning out your Yeah, colon. if you if you want to get out of the Vietnam War, that's like the way to do it. <laughs> Through your ear. 
Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, uh, let's uh, mosey on down the road. Our journeys. Our journeys. So it's been a journey. And uh, so we haven't talked to you in a long time, Joe Hills. So basically, mm -hmm. we came back to the show years later. We hadn't played Minecraft in like five years. And we we're just kind of discovering new things <laughs> that aren't really <laughs> new, uh, but new to us. And, uh, <clears throat> and I forget what version we left off on, but... Uh, I've been asking this in the, uh, from uh, the previous, uh, the newest um, guest that we've had. What what is like your favorite thing that's been introduced into Minecraft within the, like the last five years? See, the funny thing is, I don't know what was added five years ago and what was added seven. Like, I <laughs> yeah. still get excited about Ender Pearls, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, or, or you know, yeah, I don't know. I'm this new Nether update is looking great though. Yeah, um, yeah. I am definitely pumped about that. Yeah, so. I guess if you haven't stopped playing and then started again, everything just kind of blurs together. I totally understand that. But like one yeah. of one of the big things that that I was introduced to was the um, elytras and mm -hmm. the um, oh man, see, I already forgot uh, the name of the the chest that you can carry around. Oh, uh, the ender chest. No, the no, shulker. no, shulker, the shulker, shulker. Boxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 shulker boxes, stuff like I that. I use those all the time. I still haven't learned their names. Yeah, it's been stuff like that that's new to us, and we're just like, what's this? Even the recipe book, like, you know what I mean? Like in your inventory, like that was new too. We're just like, well, this is really cool. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, so our journeys, uh, the segment in which we talk about what we've been doing lately in Minecraft, um. Ours are pretty. Ours are pretty slim this week. Well, they're kind of the same because we all played together. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we played uh, we, Minecraft Dungeons. You want to talk yes. about this? Yeah, sure. So Minecraft Dungeons. We've been. We've been. I've been excited about Minecraft Dungeons. I. I've been uh, mostly because every time I play Minecraft, I end up doing the same things I've always done. I end up farming and building roads and and putting torches in places and mm. and uh and so i was really excited about minecraft dungeons sort of changing the focus of everything uh and if you guys haven't tried it out it's basically uh diablo with a minecraft theme and we played it the other night and had a great time together um it's it was a lot of fun uh i uh, am looking forward to playing it again um, but it's also one of these things where like, it's so go, 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 that it's hard to think about it and go, Oh, you remember that time when we did blah, you remember that time when we did it because it's all just go, go, go. Um, yeah. but it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it seems pretty cool. Uh, all the spells and everything. I I've been reading articles about it. I've been trying not to before I played it because I didn't want like spoilers and stuff. But now I'm like seeing articles saying that there's no like end game content. Like there's no like ending. Yeah. Um, Wait, there's no ending. Well, they've got DLC coming out. Uh, yeah. Okay, but like, I thought that like, okay, I thought that there was like a final level or something. Well, I mean, yes, there there is a finite number of levels with this release, but it the story doesn't end. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, according to this article that I read, um, <laughs> of course, I'm seeing in the chat room that there is a final boss. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll just keep playing it and see what happens at the end. But. Yeah, because I was at some sort of briefing um, where I could get a beta code, but it turned out that it wouldn't run. The beta code was only good for Windows 10 machines. For, for but um they were like if you show footage don't show the last level they, they made a big deal or if you do <laughs> could you try to wait until after this day we're it's not a strict embargo but we'd really appreciate it yeah so and we will never do anything with you again <laughs> no all right so what have you been up to joe um well i have been building a gigantic winery and the surrounding vineyards. Uh, so YouTube recently, I say recently, like within the last year, started cracking down on videos that were like aimed at kids. And like yeah. a lot of my content is technically family friendly because it's like you could watch this with your family and everybody would hopefully have a good time. The kids would think I was being goofy. The parents would appreciate that I was explaining complex sociological issues so that they don't have to. You're welcome, parents. Um, <laughs> but like, it's not really a kids' show. And I was like, how do I how do I prove that to YouTube? Well, my entire base this season is about fermenting grapes to make alcohol. So, because wine, it's served at family restaurants, but it's not for kids. Yeah. And uh, so I've been experimenting with different ways to um, plant the crops diagonally and stuff like that to kind of make it look like real fields. So, like, if you're flying over with an elytra or, you know, anything like that, it, it looks better than just, here's a bunch of straight lines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's cool. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite kind of wine? In real life? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I'm just, like, hanging out, talking to people, a good Pinot Grigio, like, if I'm just standing there drinking it by itself. Mm -hmm. But, like, if it's with a meal, it would really depend on, like, what goes with the meal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just Moscato, straight up. Moscato. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm a What's... Sauvignon Blanc man and a like Italian red guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, like y'all are just saying words now. <laughs> that's that's what speech is, Brent. That's what oh. wine is, Brent. <laughs> Weird. You just need to fake it like the rest of us. You'll be fine. <laughs> I might have one of them uh, wines. If it comes in a box, I'll drink it. I, I tried to solving and blink. I tried to talk us into doing some some wine tasting stuff back in the old DWP days. Yeah, yeah. You, you could have learned more. There were some times where you brought over some good wines. Yeah, and that's it, true. Um, and it's always good, and, and I always think about getting wine until I get there and go, man, you know, we drink that bottle in like 10 seconds, and uh, it's pretty expensive <laughs> to drink it like that. So uh, let's get that box of Moscato. Dude, I'm telling you, man, freaking Kirkland's boxed wine. <laughs> you have it right there. <laughs> Kirkland's boxed wine. Best deal on the planet. Nice. Costco, baby. Costco. 
Casco. Might have to try that. <laughs> I just need to get them as a sponsor if you're going to be plugging them like that. Yeah. Speaking hey. of sponsors. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> really speaking of sponsors. But uh, uh, before y'all skip me, I played some Minecraft Dungeons too. Yeah. You uh, did. But uh, also um, server stuff going on, the Shaftlands. Uh, someone, well, we'll get to the Shaftlands later, but I've been building uh, my desert um, temple um, and using um, uh, some shaders. So I, I put in uh, Seuss shaders or something like that because I was going to do the RTX like stuff, but then I, I don't think you can. Can you not do that in Java? It's only in the Windows 10 version. Is that true? Because anyway, so I, I put in shaders and. <laughs> I would have put cricket noises in, but I don't have it on cue. Good. <laughs> put it in post. Make them <laughs> angry crickets too. Uh, uh, but it's it's been really uh, you know beautiful. It's like a, a whole new game. So uh, yay for shaders. Oh and yeah, that's pretty. Even though the um, 1.15 version of like Optifine isn't out yet, they have a beta uh, pre-release version, and it's been working uh, fine. So. If you're looking for doing shaders, go go try that out. Uh, good stuff. Cool. But that's about so, it. So uh, what it what is this uh, uh, desert uh, thing that you're building? What is it, what is it like a shrine? Um, so I've never really like built a home in the desert in Minecraft. It's always just oh, there's a desert. Grab a bunch of sand and then go back to um, you know my hut on stilts and. <laughs> yeah. uh, build somewhere else. So I was like, this time it's a whole new world. I see Aladdin flying around and um, <laughs> he says, make something in the, in the desert. And uh, so I, I did. And it's, it's, um, it's different. Like, I feel like there's a lot more mobs in the desert. Huh? Like what night is, is scary. Yeah. Maybe because you could just see them all. You know, like nothing obscures your vision. You, you get to see like a s ocean of like mobs. Yeah, that would be yeah. scary. So you have to run like real far to get wood and stuff. You know, or mathematically, maybe it's even like because there's no trees and so there's more actual spawn locations for them to spawn. Oh, maybe. yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm making up fake uh, code there, I'm sure. But. It sounds totally scientific. <laughs> It's I mean, plausible. Like you could you could argue that all day. <laughs> and he will. Thank you. You <laughs> know. All right. Is that everybody's journeys? Indeed. All right. From the Minecraft Daily. News and updates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got some news this week. Um, well, you know, it was actually kind of hard to find news this week. Um, some weeks are just light, but uh, but we're gonna start adding news to um about Minecraft Earth and Minecraft Dungeons. Now there's like more than just Minecraft. There's like all this other stuff. So, and we're a Minecraft show, so. So it all in there, and you're uh, Brent's playing Minecraft Earth. So you want to talk about the first one? Um, sure. They uh, R nineteen, I guess they're released nineteen uh, came out, and um, I didn't play it today, so I don't really know what the changes are. So <laughs> there you go. We'll do them in show notes. 
Now there's new stuff. There's a new challenge uh, and some uh, new adventure crystals and new mobs and they fix some bugs and et cetera. So there's stuff in it. <laughs> um, unfortunately, like I've got to say, like it's Minecraft. So if you like Minecraft, you, you might like, you know, touching sheep and then putting the sheep in your inventory. But the part like where you actually like set down dungeons and go into them. I'm an idiot and I always start them like at night when I'm in bed watching TV and it's dark. And so it, the AR stuff does not work and I get killed in like five minutes with a zombie that I can't actually find because the stuff doesn't work. How it is. <laughs> and so my adventures in Minecraft are just clicking the stuff in the circle so far. So eventually I'll actually play the game part, I guess. <laughs> okay. So aren't we glad we're starting to cover this one? Yeah, <laughs> everyone else is too. <laughs> do you do the uh, Minecraft Earths, Joe? You know, I had hoped to, but um, just people haven't really been encouraging going outside lately, so I never really got into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think for the most part, you don't even have to do that. That wasn't how they sold it initially. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if you played in the right times with, with proper light, you can just put it down on your like living room table or your, your desk and walk around it, uh, supposedly. That's I cool. haven't tried that part. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten into it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's uh, Minecraft Earth. Patch notes. We'll link to it. <laughs> Excellent. do 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 this next one is odd. I, I don't really understand exactly what this is, but it's um, it's uh, the ability to have a blockchain. A block what? A blockchain in Minecraft. So Engine's, Engine has created a new Minecraft plugin. Let, uh, it lets players spawn blockchain assets. So um, it's... Uh, I'm not real sure. So, and it looks like they're they're basically making it to where you can use, um, like a, a a monetary, like currency in your game. Like now, a lot of people use plugins to give out gold for killing mobs and selling and buying all that stuff. Right. Um, but this will be a way to actually somehow convert that sort of stuff into this this type of coin. And then, if you look at the other stuff on their side, it looks like they're coming in. And with other ways to like give out virtual swag and other things based off the coin. And I noticed that it was like um, their product is called Beam. I don't know if that's. Is it really? Uh, oh, yeah, well, you know, know it wasn't being used to change. <laughs> but I thought that was. Uh, it looks like there's some kind of neat stuff. I don't know. Do we want the blockchain on the Shaftlands? Well, the what's, what's the weird world? about the, this article is that. A blockchain is very different than cryptocurrency. They're, yeah, they're two yeah, different no things. Yeah, so it, it looks like what they're trying to do is they're saying sometimes it's too easy for people to duplicate the items that you sell on your server for real money. So we'll use a blockchain to verify right. whether or not they have double spent. Okay, but that, like, ma that makes that's sense. That's kind of overkill. Like, you can just... People shoplift all the time and stores price that in. Like... Who cares if somebody got three diamond pickaxes when they only paid for one? Like, you right. got money to give somebody a diamond pickaxe. You're good. 
Well, yeah. the one thing that I did here that was a good reason for using blockchain in games, and I don't know how if they're if they're utilizing this in that in this particular instance, but let's say you could create a unique weapon that mm -hmm. then changes hands and the powers on that weapon get changed over a period of time based on its usage and evolution. And blockchain is good for something like that. It's good for keeping a record of a long-term unique item and maintaining a record of its entire history. If it has to mm -hmm. be decentralized. That's the big thing, though, is most cases, these are games that are connected to the internet anyway. Yeah. And so at the point where it needs to be connected to the internet anyway, you just put it in a database. And well, but, but you, you could... Track you could conceivably create a unique item that someone could then take into their personal games and then take other places conceivably. Yes. And, and, but like the only reason you would need that is if most of these games are taking place offline. For example, if you're going to be doing big tournaments at a convention center where you can't guarantee reliable internet access or something like that, oh. that's yeah. a very niche thing. And I, yeah. for most developers, I think it's overkill. Yeah. Well, I mean, it so it looks like I mean they they have a currency too. So wouldn't they be using the same technology to make sure those transactions are secure? Mhm. Mm yeah. So just that it works in Minecraft is just a to me it seems like it's a way for them to get their foot in the door to get people with Minecraft servers and Minecraft to use it. Yes, that is exactly what it sounds like. I think you are onto something here, Brent. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Maybe it's to <laughs> to teach the children our future about the value of digital currency. You know what they're not talking about is that actually like dealing with crypto and blockchain has like processor overhead. And the last thing you want on your gaming server right. is processor overhead. Yeah. You're right, because you would act as a node, right? And you would have to verify X amount of transactions. So you're sitting there mining, Possibly. basically. Yeah, I don't know. That's well, you just set up a bungee network and just have a couple servers off to the side doing that for you. <laughs> we'll, we'll use the Joe Hills uh, server. <laughs> well, I don't actually have a server yet. But oh. yeah, no, I, I am looking to uh, set up one for my uh, Patreon folks, because I've been using Minecraft Realms for the last few years. Because I set up servers for my day job, and the last thing when I come do when I come home, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do anything I do at my day job. I just want to spare those parts of my brain so they can be fresh for the next day. But uh, now that I'm winding down there, it's like, hey, we need a new Minecraft server. Oh, I provision servers and data centers all the time. I guess I'll buy a server, set it up, and then drive it over to a data center to install. And I understand that that's not how a lot of people um, get their Minecraft servers, but for me, it's like, this is easier than learning how this stupid dashboard works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I can't be bothered. Well, we'll, we'll be uh, looking for a new host when, uh, don't mention this to Creeper host, but uh, let us know when you get it all set up. Yeah, well, I, I'm not planning <laughs> on starting my own hosting company, but uh, yeah, I can let you know how it goes and give you the specs and you can drive a server to your own oh. nearby data center. <laughs> no, won't be doing that. Yeah. But I already have to do the website, so mm -hmm. that's as much as I, I want to do for bad stuff. Well, I guess that's enough about um, this mysterious uh, blockchain Minecraft business. 
and uh, move on to uh, Dev Diaries uh, about the Nether update. And um, so, when is this freaking thing coming out? Do we know? We do not know. Man. So, there's a Dev Diaries update on the official YouTube, uh, on the Minecraft YouTube channel. Um, and uh, uh, I've been digging their YouTube channel lately. I, I like all these little update videos they've been doing. They're like five-minute podcasts. They're really cool. Um, but uh, we'll, link, we'll link to this or just go to the official Minecraft uh, YouTube channel. You'll see Minecraft Chick there, too. I'll still call her that forever. I know her name is Lydia, but... Um, well, her yep. name was Lydia then, too, and it never stopped us. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, and I think we'll just link to this next one. It's not news. It's just someone's giving away an RTX video card. So if someone needs one, wants one, hey, why not try to build someone's logo? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's like a... Well, um, I mean, I don't know, Minecraft. because graphic designing is a profession, and we shouldn't have contests to replace professionals. I don't know. That's a, uh, uh, no, it's in, in Minecraft. Like, okay. what, block by block. We, we did like. one of those for the Shaft plans, or for the Shaft. And I think I probably complained about it then, too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Joe. Bravo. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then next, we've got some Minecraft Lego sets. And uh, I've got to tell you, I was so excited when the Minecraft Lego sets came out. And I built them. And then I never did anything with them again. Mm. <laughs> and I feel like Minecraft Lego sets sort of defeat the point of Lego. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a collector's right. Like yeah, getting the Millennium Falcon. Like you make it once, and you're like, that's staying together. Get the super glue out. Yeah, exactly. You want the craggle? Just, just keep that thing together. I mean, I've got the uh, the Apollo Eleven. I got that as a Father's Day gift a few years back, and I built it with my daughter. And that thing has like nineteen hundred and sixty nine pieces. And we're definitely not taking that apart. Like yeah. it's up high on display. But yeah, I would say with the kids' Lego sets, though, I've noticed too. Like, my daughter doesn't, like, she, she has fun building them, but she doesn't, like, play with them as much as I feel like I did when I was a kid. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just something different about how kids interact with toy, toys these days now that they have iPads. Like, you know, I try to limit the screen time, but, like, I don't know. It's all about yeah. the minifig. Mm-hmm. Like, well, a lot of them... want the most expensive thing just because of the minifig, and you're like, well, get the one with Jar Jar. It's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. So the thing about the minifigs is, and this is interesting, is you know Lego no longer has a an a intellectual property over the idea of the Lego brick. Anybody can make a Lego brick and sell it now. Now they can't call it Lego, but they can call it whatever they want. But there's no patent on the block itself anymore, and so like um, that's why they're into all this licensing stuff is because it allows them to sell more Legos since it focuses their attention. But mm. like, I, like I was even like, I, I, I wanted like little Steve minifigs and stuff like that. But the, but the Minecraft minifigs were the original ones were different. Like it didn't, it didn't work right. They were just little pegs. You remember uh. on those first sets, the cubes. Yeah. 
And uh, and I just was like, oh, and I just actually walked into my my closet the other day and I saw the two Lego sets sitting there. I'm like, oh, hey, I I remember getting those for Christmas. <laughs> so you're going to be lining up at the store to get this one. Is what yes, I am. Is anyone else? I mean, like, is anybody in the chat excited about the Minecraft Legos? <laughs> anyone at all? I mean, this I mean, one has the full-size Steve, it looks like, and a TNT block. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the minifigs look like regular minifigs, but then with a block-shaped head. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. Yeah, TNT block school. I mean, it, for me, it's just crap that I would step on and cry about, so I'm definitely not going to be getting it in... in my kids are out of that phase at this point. <laughs> well, this has been a so, glowing review, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll do great. Yeah, no, yeah. they'll do very well, I'm sure. And the pig with the, the chest on its back, that's awesome. I mean, there's some cool stuff in there. If, if Wait, I had why kids. don't we have that in game? All <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe like, that's, that's what way the patch is holding a saddle. I, I would love. I love the idea of just animals wandering around with all my stuff. Because, like, I don't want to keep track of my stuff. And that really gives me an excuse to not do that at all. <laughs> you should just make a llama, like, sorting system with all your stuff and just have a big yard with llamas and all your gear. And you've got to remember which one. I, I, instead of inventory management, I have inventory abandonment. And I just, like, let the llamas roam free. <laughs> free range inventory. Yeah. Are you hoping that, like, you'll be in trouble and they'll just kind of wander up to you at that point in time? Yeah, hopefully whatever I need it, the game yeah. will provide. Like, you know, I, I really, I feel like there's something spiritual there that we could all tap into. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. <laughs> sure. Getting yeah. philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Speaking Legos. of uh, philosophical. Hmm. Okay, so last week we reported on... Um, PewDiePie. Eric's excited about this. PewDiePie was going to quit his long-running Minecraft series because he just got bored, frankly. There wasn't anything else to do. He just he did it all. So, this week, he's back. <laughs> he quit for an entire week. Well, no. Basically, he's just come back and he said, Okay, okay, stop crying. I'll do more episodes. He said... Um, he uh, didn't feel like playing and uh, playing a lot because until they like started updating the game, <laughs> so he just kind of like stopped. He just kind of was like, "Okay, I think I'm done." And then all these news articles about PewDiePie quits Minecraft, hates it now, and it was like, you know, not really. I don't even know why this is news, but I guess there you go. <laughs> He's back. So this is only news because the other one was right added yeah. to the show notes previously. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, no one really care. I mean, Pootie Pie fans, I guess, care. Pootie, um, you know, Pootie. <laughs> I think it's kind of a mistake. I mean, you leave Minecraft, and you need to do that for at least five years. 
Yeah. Then come back. Yeah, yeah. that's how you quit Minecraft. <laughs> and then you, you two can have right. 1,000 YouTube followers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's only, you know, losing 124,000 followers. Thousands. Yeah. That's nothing. That's, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, Joe gains that in like a day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, oh, no, I only hit 100,000 after nine years. But yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Hey, it's it's gonna it's gonna come in faster now. Now that you hit that mark. Yeah. No, I hit one hundred ten thousand the other day. Apparently, oh, people like go. keep tweeting me about these numbers, and it's good. Like I, now that this is gonna be my primary source of you know revenue for my child, I'm probably gonna have to look at these numbers more. But I've just avoided looking at them because I knew it would make me neurotic if I was like the days where I spend more time on YouTube, I do better. But how can I spend more time on YouTube? without not spending as much time with my daughter. And then I would just get frustrated. So I'm like, I'm just going to spend as much time on YouTube as I have any given day and try to have fun during that time. But yeah, so people yeah. will treat me like, hey, you hit this. And I'm like, cool, that's good, right? Like, is that, I don't even know if that's still a good number because I don't keep up with other people's numbers either. Right, like, uh, yeah. And, and we've learned that the longer you watch your sub count, the slower it goes. So just don't look at it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like that uh double slit uh quantum thing. You know, it's like once you're watching it, it won't move. <laughs> so. I'm not sure that's how wave particle duality no. works, but it's yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, yeah. I get you, it. You understand. Yeah. I yeah. think it's more like a blockchain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally like a blockchain. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Uh, I think Joe's up here. What? Time for a bumper, right? Oh yeah, we're going into the next uh thing and we don't have a bumper this week, so um Time. Oh. You have one. Time for listener contributions. Yeah. That's a classic. That is. Okay. We have some questions. Uh, we do. From um, so I'm gonna have to play this through my board unless you okay. have speak type open. Uh, this? no, that's fine. That'll work. Okay. This one here is from uh, Jack Bond, and this was sent in to us at the uh, speak pipe dot the shaft. Is that the right link? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Mon here. The new website is looking really nice. Um, anyways, I have a question for Eric. So um, he used to mention back during the Control Point episodes that he was working on a, a movie trailer for Nickelodeon. And for some reason, I'm like having it in my head that it was the, the last Airbender movie directed by M. Night Shyamalan that came out like around 2008. Um, but will Eric please spill the beans and maybe talk about it a little? Uh, thanks for the show and see you guys later. I cannot think of what that would be. I was working Did on it. Did you get to meet Vitamin C? You know, Vitamin C works there now at Nickelodeon. Vitamin She's like C super high up. I, I, I've i never worked for Nickelodeon. I <sighs> I think he's got me mixed up with someone else. <laughs> what was I working on? <laughs> a, a trailer for... Was it that Double Dare trailer? I mean, it was way back in the age, but... Uh... <laughs> I... I did a, I did a movie with some of the Nickelodeon. Remember the girl who um, 
who sung the Baker Cake song or whatever with the color, yeah. colored hair. So I did a movie with her. I wonder. That uh, must have been it. It was the it because she, oh, she did the yeah, and I cut the trailer for that movie. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, no, it was a movie called A Fix. A Fix, um, and it had a lot of uh, kids in it um, from like various Nickelodeon shows i think that's probably what i mentioned but it was not for nickelodeon this was a very low budget <laughs> movie but uh okay but nope no airbender <laughs> sorry <laughs> that movie does not have very good reviews yeah, yeah I was gonna say, like, you dodged a bullet there you don't want to be associated with that film oh okay yeah and take uh you can't do that on television instead that was <laughs> Better one. Okay, so uh, Toasty Toast Dot Daddy uh, sent in a call to us. Here it is. What's going on, Chef Podcast? Uh, I just want to say thank you. You guys left such an impact in my life. But um, when you guys did the podcast before, and even now, listening to these episodes just brings back so many memories that I I just miss so much. Uh, you guys just entertain me for hours and it's something that I'll never be able to repay you for. But uh, I just want to say thank you for coming back. Thank you for putting the time back in and for coming back to Minecraft. It's a great game. Uh, I think the last time I submitted something for you guys was like SPG Diamond. That was my name. I don't know if you guys remember me at all. Probably not. But that's fine. Um, oh, you guys are super cool. This just makes me so happy. Anyways, I uh, hope you guys have a great day. Uh, and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I'm sure other people want to say thank you too. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Toast Daddy. He just repaid us. That's all you got to do is just send something in. That's awesome. Thanks for listening. Yay! And we're glad yeah. to be back. <laughs> I've got chills. Like, that kind of stuff is, I mean, honestly, I think why we did come back, you know, mm -hmm. and why we continued doing the show for five years originally. Yeah. There's a battle about to brew, but we'll get to that in a second. So thank you for sending that in. Uh, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And that's all the call-ins for listener contributions. That's it. That is it. <laughs> do you want to do a station? station. <laughs> I was all ready to do a bumper for the bumper. <laughs> I was all ready. It was ready. Okay, everybody. So I've got my excavation station idea, and while we were doing our Minecraft Dungeons thing, like, it's the first thing that came up. I can't believe you can't use your own Minecraft skin in Minecraft Dungeons. What? Yeah. Like, what, what, what were they thinking? I mean, like, that seems like the most rudiment. I mean, the only thing that really I can, and this was brought up in the chat while we were doing it, is that they want to sell people skins. Sure. Sure, I get it. But you should be able to use your Minecraft skin in Minecraft Dungeons. It's not like there's a whole lot of freaking uh, uh, ray tracing going on there. <laughs> right? <laughs> and even if there was, couldn't you, like, you could upload your own UV map. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like a bump map, too. and a. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, any sort of map, that that's another thing they can sell you. <laughs> The Matt's. ability to use your R RTX uh, in the, in there, and you're the only one with all these lights shining off of you and stuff. <laughs> uh, and no one else can see it, just you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's definitely, you know, that just should have been, like, in the alpha 
even the what comes before alpha like just a speck of light bing, a little shimmer well, of light. like that would have been one of the first things i said yeah. oh man people can use their own skins and that would be awesome yeah. You know, I mean, everybody has the ability to tailor characters in most games. And suddenly this game, which is from, you know, this incredibly wealthy company is like, oh, we'll give you five skins to use. Right. Yeah. Great. Well, and and I'm going to kind of piggyback off that with another Minecraft Dungeons idea. Um, cloud saves. So you would think this was in there, but like I just got my new computer set up and so I put dungeons on there and I was about to go play and it's like where are all my characters uh, well they're not saved anywhere but locally in dad files that you have to manually transfer to another mm. machine which you can do mm -hmm. um, but still like why is this not built into the game that you pretty much play in online mode or at least I have 24-7 um, to save somewhere there uh, so I think that should be added in, or at least a cloud transfer. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Yeah, I'm still yeah. hung up on Eric's what comes before Alpha because Dr. Seuss <laughs> explored what's on beyond Zeta, but like we don't know what comes before Alpha. This is now killing me. Uh, yeah. Well, so Bramble Shadow Four in the chat room said Inf Dev, and actually that's correct <laughs> in the realm of Minecraft. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, so I don't really know what I, I don't know I, I draw a blank because um, we just started playing it and I can't think of what to make better but I just I really want skins I just I hope that's in the list in the to-do list or something well Certainly I mean I, I, I think they're just going to sell skins I mean that's the way it's going to go it's going to be you know, and and some people brought uh, it up in the chat that in Bedrock that's the way it goes. You know, you buy you buy a skin pack and you pick one of the skins from that. You know, right? And I I get it, and it and it does clear up a lot of stuff. Like I don't have to worry about you know if my kids are playing Bedrock Edition, I don't have to worry about various forms of male genitalia walking around the map. I don't yeah. have to worry about that. True. You know. So, I mean, I guess there's value to it, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Just well, lame. so if, if they're selling skins, couldn't they not sell a skin that allows you to be your skin? You know what I mean? Like, they sell you the ability to have your skin? Yeah, I don't know. Because what you do is you're paying for the, the human review. To like you, right. I, I pay five dollars to upload my skin, and then a human looks at it and says, "This is not going to be offensive to children. This is not stealing from the Detective Comics Corporation, a subsidiary of America's favorite Time Warner, uh, yeah. whatever." Like, and then they approve it or don't, and they get the five dollars either way. Well, and they could go like so in Minecraft Earth. How did they deal with that so people don't just go over to a business and and build a phallic image? in front of a, a business so no one will take their kids over there to play Minecraft Earth in front of it. 
like, don't they have like a basically reporting feature where you report it and then they ban whoever it is and they lose their account? Yeah, that would be smarter. Well, they don't need humans for that. They just use like a neural network, right? I mean, there's probably some edge cases where you have to have human review. You have to you have to have employees whose job it is to maintain and train the network. Like, I yeah. mean, it's not a completely right. inhuman True. process. Right. To get so, it right, you so, always need a human in there somewhere. So it would mm -hmm. be somebody's job to train the AI model by draw by creating a bunch of genitalia in all types of sizes and shapes and colors, like all day long, like full time job. Well, what they would actually probably do is they would try to find existing data sets of that online. Oh, like they would okay. try to find threads of people saying, "Haha, look what I built when I griefed this Minecraft server." Oh yeah. And then, and then they could import all that. Uh, and there's yeah. a lot of interesting copyright issues there where if they're building their neural net model off of data, people are generating and posting like on these threads. Should the people who are griefing in Minecraft and posting it, should they be compensated? Mm. Oh, there's that too. Mm. A little yeah. complex. The, okay. There's also the other side of like um, like bringing up like the copyright stuff. And, and like used to there was an issue – where companies, if they were going in and actually editing and monitoring the content, then they became responsible for it over, like, yeah, companies that just let it fly through and went, mm -hmm. we're not responsible, it's whoever's posting it. And so if they take that editorial uh, role in there, they would then re become responsible if they miss something. Yeah. Um, but that may be okay. I don't know. I mean, well, it's I, th I think they're different enough from, like, the telephone network. So AT&T is not responsible for crime that occurs over the telephone. Right. But, but if AT&T said this call is okay and you can use it, then that's giving. So I, I, I understand what, what Brent's saying. It's the kind of the same thing. Like when I was working for Mixer, one of the discussions I always had was, was, you know, let's, let's make anybody able to monetize, but let's only have a finite group of partners whose content we monitor regularly and understand what they're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a way to handle it. I think the real key is maybe you can only use your own skins in private games that you invite people to. Oh. That's, that seems like a very reasonable <laughs> compromise. In a public game, you have to use a publicly approved skin. Yeah. Bought and paid for. Yep. <laughs> yep. Or I the think that's season. the way it would have to go. We solved it for you, Mojang. There you go. <laughs> Mojang Studios. Oh, that's right. So that $5 you're charging everyone for their skins, we'll only request a buck of each one. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's how these things works. Mm -hmm. So if you're tuning in and just wanting to get some financial, um, you know, information, you just, you just got to use that. Yeah. Or you can subscribe to The Shaft Live on Twitch and we'll nod vaguely at your skin and say it's okay. <laughs> for a dollar. That's all it'll take. Four ninety nine. Whoa! It just went up. Better hurry no, before no, no. the price goes up again. That's how much a sub is on Twitch. Oh, on. okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. God, you people coming up with your own prices. It's four ninety nine a month plus. Uh, I was about to give it away for like a hundred poo blocks. So plus a handling fee of twenty bucks. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, hey, thanks for the bits. This guy does stuff. Uh, oh, is that what he, I heard a whistle and I didn't know where it was coming from. So yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks for the bits. <laughs> oh, here, let me increase your confusion. <laughs> <laughs> There's the track. And then Jacob Marley's going to come out again. Oh, I know. 
Is yes. That, I just I, there are certain things I just can't let lie. So does that sound mean <laughs> that um, we're derailed? <laughs> no, th- I usually anytime I say the word train or training, I blow that. But since uh. Brett was talking about whistles, well, we do have a call. <laughs> if- awesome. Thanks. This guy does stuff. He just played the raid horn. <laughs> if you wondered what that was. I was. Raid horn. <laughs> so that's going out to the channel, just not us. You're you're <laughs> nice to us. Oh, so are you I'm not hearing some that? audio for you? You're not hearing that? Okay. I can hear a little bit. So you ready for this? Yep, we're ready. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Okay, JBJ Blaze has an excavation station idea. Let's hear it right now. Well, greetings there, Shafties. This is JBJ Blaze. And my excavation station idea is for Minecraft Dungeons, which is to add an equivalent to the Porta Fort from Fortnite that will allow you to instantly build some form of a destructible barrier to obstruct a wave of mobs from reaching you. Okay, okay, thanks, bye. I like this. I do, too. So I've never played that game, so I don't know. Um, yeah. Basically, mean, it's a bot. It's, it's, it's uh, an interest, instant fortress. <laughs> so it's like a, uh, like a fence, like a... Uh, this would be a spell, did you say? I mean, I imagine it'll be some kind of an item. Yeah, it would be like, yeah, it would be some sort of a. I, I, what are they called in dungeons? Artifacts. You can have yes. like three of them. Uh, yeah, that would be cool, actually. Yeah, I, I would dig that. Probably have like a time limit on it, as well as a health bar, uh, or maybe just a health bar. I don't know. Right, because you throw up a barrier, you expect it to like, you know, be chewed through before they get. You know, before they tear it down or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's pretty cool. I have no idea, like, all the item, all the artifacts in the game. Like, we played one night for hours and yes. got a crazy amount of weird ones. And there's, like, this, um, there's a villager that you can just keep buying things from. And then, like, as you uh, advance through the game, you can buy from, like, uh, you can buy more expensive stuff from, like, a different villager or salesman guy or whatever and like now they're like even better but the crappy thing is is that it's so random that you could buy like the same five things in a row and you're just like wasting all your emeralds you're just like okay what next what it's like a slot machine it's addictive though it's like what's gonna pop out what's gonna pop out and then something weird pops out you're like cool what's this gonna do and you equip it and you're like oh that was cool okay next next give me more give me more Uh, (laughs) but i like it that's pretty cool Now, it did uh, make me think of another idea, though, like a port of fort but this is for Minecraft itself, is a, a tent. So you could take it and, like, you're going on a, you know, a, a long run and it's getting night and you can throw out your tent and get in like a bed, but it doesn't reset your spawn. But, you know, it might reset the night, depending on server, whatever. And then you get out, pick up your tent and keep running on. Instead of just throwing down a bed out in the middle of the woods. All right. <laughs> nice. Okay. I dig that. That might... That's all the call. Have you like got anything, Joe? Exist. Anything that you want to see in Minecraft or Minecraft Dungeons? Wow. Um. Anything I want to see in Minecraft? 
You know, I would love to see now that they're starting to get into weird rendering stuff. I want to see like mirror blocks. I want to I want to be able to start or or seeing through portals like the way you can in the game portal. I want to be able to see an image of the Nether that as I move, I can actually like see it loads part of the Nether dimension and you know cuz we've been playing the same game for 12 years or so. It's still fun, but like you know, if you are if however long it's been out but hey, you know, don't just add fancier lights and shadows. Give us some cool tricks with light. Yeah. 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 I like it. <laughs> I, I was just reading the chat room. People are, are like throwing out ideas. Walrus Ware said, more dogs. And that's actually um, a good one because I was, we were talking about dogs one night. And uh, my wife, Kim, was asking, like, it's, why don't you bring home, she's always like, bring home an animal or something. I'm like, bring home a polar bear, bring something back, because I'll, I'll, like, I'll go on some excursion, and then I'll come back with something. Anyway, well, this time, bring back, like, a, a black dog, that'd be cool, or, like, you know, a, you know, a different color, a, a different chihuahua. shape. And I'm and like, they pug. only have one. They got one. Yeah. One dog. That's it. Yeah. Like, you get the, the white wolf, I guess, actually, but it's like, that's it? Why yeah. why is that it? Like why are there so many different colors sheep and one mm -hmm. color dog? Like you know? Oh, and, and we got like a million types of fish now. We got twelve yeah. cat variants. Oh, I didn't like, even know yeah. that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they, they they added a bunch of cat variants a little while back. And so yeah, seeing a bunch of uh dog variants would actually be a really good idea, actually. Yeah. I mean they could yeah. first and, like just different sizes them. and yeah, like yeah. different breeds and and not just different colors of one dog, because you can already change the collar color. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like that's true. Dogs, like yeah, look at how many different types of horses we have. Like <laughs> the idea of having multiple types of one animal has been in the game for a while, and and that's just low hanging fruit. They could go, hey, who doesn't love dogs? We had our artists spend, you know several weeks on this because they're a professional gaming studio, so they're not going to just churn it out in a day, but, like, it, this would not be a three-year project. <laughs> right. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, and, and plus... <laughs> it doesn't have to be a three-year project. <laughs> right. I you know, think like, game companies also always... I mean, like, okay, I went and saw a speaker from Zynga one time <laughs> who talked about how they did their games you know they did farmville and frontierville and all that kind of stuff and and they talked a lot about about whales and and one of the things they pointed out was we designed our games around our whales they said hmm. uh there was this one woman who loved horses and and every time we put out a new horse she would buy it so we just started building more and more expensive horses because we knew that she would buy them. And I feel like there's a lot of dog people out there and you could probably get some, some positivity about, about, you know, Minecraft. If you just had lots and lots of dogs. Positivity. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man. Woo. <laughs> Uh, another weird one from the chat room is from, uh, I don't know how to say your name, Ultianem, Ult, uh, Ult, Doris, Ulshim, 
Alsium. You're good with words. Am I, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, <laughs> they want a lava diamond. What are lava diamonds? What would that even be? So, I mean, if you think about it, a diamond is compressed carbon, and magma is like superheated silicate. So, what actually happens if you superheat and compress silicates? I don't know. If there are any material scientists, please write us in the next episode. <laughs> I'll have to listen and find out. But maybe that makes something cool. <laughs> sure. We got a lot of those that listen to the show because they feel like they learn stuff from us. Geologists yeah. love this show because it rocks. Hey, these are so, these no. puns are just winners. Um, <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Anything else? We we do have uh, someone submitted some poop blocks and a s- ex- <laughs> ex- I'm stroking out now. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's spreading. Um, excavation station idea from the editor Zero who says, I have an idea for a new dimension. Do you really not? That's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, but what I, is I, the idea? Yeah, do we not get the idea? No, that was the idea they sent. Oh, so. uh, okay. Personalized dimensions. Okay, I get it. That that's a clearly something people would want. And maybe that's it. It's just a new dimension. Is yeah. the idea? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I like gotcha. It. New dimension. And so, <laughs> what what kind of dimension would y'all want to see if y'all saw a new one? I know we talked about. Was it last episode we talked about a dimension? I think Wes had one he wanted. Yeah, we no, did talk about not. different dimensions. I thought maybe I, that was dementia. Yeah, maybe. I think I think uh, I think that matches the spelling that you put in the doc. I'm copy and pasting here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got for, an idea. Sorry, editor. Wes is calling you out. <laughs> I want something that's like kind of the opposite of the Nether. Where instead of it being full of lava that will burn you to death, it's full of some sort of like healing liquid, but the mobs there are just all over the place and fire ranged attacks at you. And so you got to have really good equipment, but if as long as you are near one of these sources of healing, it might also give you some sort of resistance temporarily. So you might be like sprinting from like waterfall to waterfall of this stuff while you navigate like that that would be very different from what we've seen but still mirror the existing nether paradigm that's just off the top of my head i don't have anything prepared <laughs> ah. and would it start with one biome or would they go ahead and uh have the same number as the nether update you know honestly it seems like every time they add a dimension they start with one biome so let's stick with the formula we know works and we can expand it later <laughs> like the end was pretty empty when we got it right or True. do the opposite and have a, a million biomes and ever change big mac chicken mcnuggets no big mac and quarter pounder with cheese or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.
You can go from I should start a podcast to actually starting a podcast with Spreaker. Spreaker's tools allow you to record, manage, distribute, and monetize any podcast idea, whether it's about your business or even your cat. And as your podcast grows, Spreaker helps you manage your success and even monetize it. That means all you need to get started is a microphone and a really good idea. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. You have weather events that shift it from a desert to an ice desert to a jungle. You see all the trees growing and then there's a firestorm and they all burn down and there's lava pools. Like, yeah, you could do that. Oh, like oh, parallel chaos. dimensions? Yeah. Yeah, but like in the same place, just over time. Developers right. love tasks like this. What about like right? And, and, <laughs> it's like yeah. one. It's like one line of code. Come on, <laughs> random. Just, just uh, either add or remove a semicolon. <laughs> it should work now. Yeah. So how about this for a dimension? What about time travel? Right. So you enter into um, a uh, the, a the dimension. And, <laughs> Do a DeLorean, <laughs> and it's it's the the landscape and, and everything tub. is the same. It's just that you've gone back in time to who knows what version. I don't know. Maybe in if Dev zero point eight. Maybe you're there. Maybe you're in one point twelve. I don't know. Maybe you're in version six point three. The future. Uh that'd be cool. <laughs> I actually had a time travel server idea. Oh. But it's a little bit different. Like, let me pitch you guys on this. <laughs> um, a server mode where there is like a a strip, uh, like the server is like one gigantic long strip of land, like a timeline that's like, a, let's say, a thousand blocks wide and stretches off into the distance infinitely. But you can only edit a thousand by a thousand square at a time. And that window of editable area is continuously creeping forward. And so oh, all the stuff that's the first stuff built on the server will be re uh, uneditable eventually because that editable window will keep moving forward. Oh, and man. so that prevents griefing and things like that. It allows people to make their mark. But like they, there's also kind of a sense of uh, immediacy where, hey, if we need a skeleton farm, we can't just build one and have it forever because eventually the thousand block window is going to move. Oh, weird. Yeah. I, and we're just talking about like adding maybe two semicolons and you got that in the code. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and so when people are like, Joe, what are you going to do with all your extra free time when you don't have a day job? I'm like, stuff like this. This is like, <laughs> I've, I've had this in my head for like six years. I have not had time to like make it happen. So... <laughs> Wow. I think I just saw my future. <laughs> uh, we got one from uh, this This guy does stuff. So he says, I think randomly when you sleep, it kicks you out of your bed and spawns a dozen phantoms in your house. What have we said about natural disasters? <laughs> Don't you even listen to this show? <laughs> should I reject this request? I knew Wes I, would love that one. <laughs> this, this is, is terrible. Think. This should happen to other people when you sleep. <laughs> yeah right? so it encourages everybody to rush to the beds and be the first one to get there because if you're not in bed when yeah, everybody else like on the, the server goes to sleep it'll spawn phantoms around you it's like the <laughs> finger on the side of your nose game right yeah and, and the great thing about it is the phantoms would probably die in the sunlight unless you're like down in a cave but like you can't be safe in a cave at night 
<laughs> it seems fair. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, you, know, you know, we put a plug in on the server to to help people go to sleep. So the more people sleeping, you know, it triggers and you get in bed and someone will yell out, only uh only horrible people go to sleep or whatever. Like you're weak if you try to sleep. Oh Is yeah. That true. Do See, sleep? I think I think you should have it. I think there should be a reward. I think that like you should get a good dream, and your good dream is like some emeralds or something. You know what I mean? Like if everybody goes to sleep on the server, and the night goes to the next day, everybody who actually laid down in the bed and volunteered for the good of the people hmm. should uh, should get a bonus. What about a potion effect? Like everybody gets some sort of effect, like faster mining for a minute and a half. Yep. Oh, well slept. Because, you know, one thing I, <laughs> yeah, I've I tried like to that. contend with is like a lot of people, um, you know, there's so much going on in the world and there's so people are stressed at work. They're, they don't, they're like, ah, I just don't want to go to bed right now. So like in the theme song of my live stream, I basically tell people go to sleep and don't watch this. The, the title of the song is Lay Your Head Down and Dream. And so I love okay. the idea of rewarding people on the server temporarily for actually going and laying their head down and dreaming. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> These are all great ideas. And awesome. we actually have another one. Uh, the editor resubmitted and, and said, uh, sorry, use a beacon to summon a portal. Like a, a diamond beacon would make a new dimension, but an iron one would make a dimension not as good as the diamond one. And the netherite would be the best, depending on the level beacon. It will give you better loot and new structures. <laughs> Seemed like there should have been a comma or a period in there. Yeah, let's let's you know. <laughs> yeah. Let's let I think I think it's I think it's time to move on. I think it's time to move on. You guys know how this is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> well, that's all of them. So good timing. I think it's time for our All right. Bumping. You got the bumper? Yeah. Sightings. Sightings. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> Oh my god. It's so intense. Oh. I'll tell you what's intense. This Stream Raider battle here. We're doing a boss and we only have 15 people on the board. Get them people on the board. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. I got a level 2 archer I didn't even know about. There you go. Right there. So, I know um Eric mentioned this I believe in a past pre-show or maybe post-show, but uh, I saw it today, and it looks really cool. I don't know if y'all have seen this. The Uncensored Library? No. Reporters Without Borders? This is interesting. It's it's like a, a library done in Minecraft with all the banned books in the books in Minecraft. Um, and, well, I guess I can kind of play this, but um, can you talk more about it while I get this set up, Eric? Yeah, so... So it's um, books from all over the world that have been banned by different governments for, or religions or whoever for different reasons. And you just can't find these anymore uh, because of, you know, censorship or whatever the reasons. And so these have these books have actually been transcribed into like Minecraft books and placed into this gigantic library that that was crafted like it's a very impressive looking structure. <clears throat> and uh, and there's rows and rows of these of these books in different categories, different sections, uh, lots of different languages. Uh, it's a huge uh, project, um, and it's 
there for everybody to go to and it's pretty amazing it's free it's uh just one big yeah. server you can go there and read and, and you it'll you can download it and it allows you to read books that your country won't like and i am all a fan of this edition and mm-hmm. they yeah you can download it right and be offline so you can just be yeah. like wherever pretty amazing it looks like it's only 76 megabytes i just downloaded it since we were talking about it oh yeah <laughs> nice yeah yeah, pretty wild. It's a, interesting that they pick uh, Minecraft as the platform for that. It's not just a bunch of text files or PDFs. It's like you can go there and find your book. Like, it's pretty yeah. weird. <laughs> what is this on your computer? A Minecraft game? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the thing is, like, the shoulder surfing element is kind of eased up on. Like, if you are only able to access something in a place where you might be observed you know having it look like you're just messing around in minecraft might be valuable right yeah interesting so so yeah i mean this is crazy that that you know this is a way for people to get information out there um and so i could see like reporters going in and making you know basically newspapers in there with material that people can't get anywhere else you know, this seems like I've noticed there's a trend where people will just sit and read books on like Mixer or streaming services and stuff. And I've wanted to get into that some, but I couldn't figure out really how to unify it with my Minecraft stuff. I might look through the titles in here. This could be a good way to do that. Ah, because honestly, yeah. if a book isn't offensive enough for one government to ban it, it's probably not worth me reading on stream anyway. <laughs> yeah. Pretty wild. And uh, I think that's the only sighting we have this week, but that was a big sighting. That's big. Yeah, stuff. well, we knew this show would be uh, filled with uh, Joe Passity, which we still need to talk about, I think, Joe, <laughs> um, before we, we end the show, because we've been talking for like two and a half hours, I think. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. <laughs> so will you explain the Joe Passity, or is this something you, you can't explain? Um, so at one point, um, I, people kept complaining during my streams that I didn't have any sort of overlay that demonstrated when people gave me money, like donations or whatever. And so I said, well, okay, how about every $20 we get, the face camera will get bigger. And people said, Joe, is there going to be an upper limit on that? And I said, no, (laughs) why would there be an upper limit on that? But you know what? In this house, we follow Groundhog Day rules. So every 6 a.m., Punxsutawney time, I will reset the face camera to where it started. And um, so that's worked out really well for me. I probably would not be able to go full-time on YouTube if it weren't for folks enjoying that. But one thing we realized, though, was when the camera got really big, what I used to have to do was put this – I have a green man suit, and I would have to put it over my head, but it's really hard to see the game. But, like, otherwise people wouldn't be able to see uh, the screen or the game behind me. So, um, but then it got hot, and I was like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> so I said, what if every time, after a certain point, um, like after the fifth expansion, basically, every time we get another donation, the uh, opacity reduces by about 10%. And so that kind of solved some problems there. Because eventually I'm just this like giant unblinking eye of Sauron, and then I blink, 
which why not? You know, you got to keep those eyes moist. Um, <laughs> and then I thought like, okay, so we already have this metaphor where the money goes straight to my head and the face camera gets bigger. What's the, what's the thing for the, for the ghost? How do I, or the Jost as we later termed it, as we lower the Jopacity. And um, <laughs> so for Christmas, I had my dad and brother pick me up some chains and so I could be like, like Jacob Marley, <laughs> the chains I forged in life with the money you gave me are now pulling me further and further from the material world to the great below. And uh, so things are going to get spooky here. And then I start turning down the opacity with each expansion. Um, and it's great. There is no more effective watermark. Like people don't take my VODs and upload them on their channel. Because it's just like half of the screen is my face for a little while, and then all of the screen is my face for longer, and it it works pretty well. Wow! Um, seeing stolen vods with like some other person's face, just kind of uh, yeah, it would it would be really hard to pretend that you made this. And also, why would you want to? <laughs> so yeah, wow, it, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I've I've had a lot of fun uh, increasing my streaming schedule, um, to being able to do like two hours a night. Because like I said, for a long time, I was getting one hour streaming on my lunch break every day, and so being able to go from five hours a week to like significantly more has been. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Great. Well, awesome. I wish you all the success. I mean, it's, it's exciting. Um, you know, starting doing it full time and everything. So yeah. I, I can't wait to see um, all the stuff you do. And anyone here who doesn't know Joe Hills, which I don't think that's anyone, be sure to go over to um, twitch.tv uh, slash Joe Hills and twitter.com, Joe Hills, YouTube, Joe Hills, TSD, Mixer, uh, Joe. Yeah, just Joe on Mixer. There. And people are like, Joe, why do you stream on Mixer? It's like, because I can never let them take away that account name for inactivity. <laughs> I, I will I will lose so much revenue on Twitch by not being partnered. I will not sign that Twitch contract that won't let me simultaneously stream. Yeah. So I'm not an affiliate on Twitch or a partner on Twitch because if you do that, they won't let you simultaneously stream. And I'm like, no, I got to defend. I already lost most of my name, all but one letter to Stephen King's son, who apparently is writing novels under the name Joe Hill now. I'm like, I'm uh -oh. not going to let some other random wow. Joe feel uh this amazing mixer address just yes. to get subs and bits on twitch it's yeah it's a terrible contract that twitch is offering and they should allow simultaneous streams in my opinion yep i 100 agree i would love to be a twitch affiliate but at the same time you know i want a multi-stream mm -hmm. can't do it never yeah, knew that was it. a thing you didn't no. if you okay. stream on twitch you are not allowed to put the material that you stream on twitch if you're an affiliate or a partner, um, you're not allowed to put that material on any on any other platform within 24 hours after you stream it. And this mm. kills me too mm. because all of my Hermitcraft episodes, 
I record like it's a Miller Boyette production with a live streaming audience. I'll spend like out of <laughs> nice. the two hours, I'll spend a lot of time talking to the chat and setting up shots. And then I'll say, okay, we're going to do a few takes of me trying to get this next part of the YouTube episode. And sometimes I need to put that YouTube episode out the next day. But I would have to wait 24 hours to use that three-minute segment of that stream yep. if I was actually going to follow this Twitch contract. And it's just a terrible contract. It's not worth it. Well, I'm glad we always wait 24 full hours before putting the Shaft episode up on YouTube. And we Verifiably, totally do it on no purpose. There's no reason to check that. <laughs> do what? Sorry, what were you saying, Joe? I said that's verifiable. You don't even need to bother checking that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess this is the end of the show. And it was awesome to have you back, sir, after nine years. Glad to be back. I'll, I'll see you guys in 2029. <laughs> Let's make it sooner. I would yeah. prefer that too. Let me we, know the next time you guys throw a party down at Huntsville. Yes, we'll sir. do. Yes, we'll sir. do. We we do have a special uh, prize for folks who are watching the show or listening to it later. Uh, we give out badges on our website. Uh, and the code tonight in honor of our guest is um, JoePacity. So go to the site, <laughs> use that code. You'll get the, it's the first animated badge on the site too. Ooh, so it's, uh, the Live is our website. So go there. Also, uh, we have a Discord channel and it is thriving. It's pretty fun. So uh, the link is in the description. It's on the it's in the chat room. It's also in the show notes. And uh, come join us. And we'll see you again on the shaft. Keep adventuring. Later on. So be good, Bye. everybody. Congratulations. You made it through the shaft alive. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player and leave us feedback. Read show notes, leave us a voice message, and find out more about the show at www.theshaft.live. That guy's voice sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hey guys, hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my headphones. Ooh, that's a great idea. Let's do it.